Hello and welcome to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you live a happier, healthier, and stronger life. Building a life that you love starts with you owning your health and intentionally creating the best version of yourself. So if you're looking to better understand how proper nutrition, daily movement, mindset work, and strength training can help you create a life full of happiness and health, then you are in the right place. I genuinely hope the tips, tricks, and information we share will be your catalyst for change. I'm your host, Lauren Heiser. It's time to dive in. Did you find anything? That's a really solid question. Uh, the answer is uh, very deep. The answer is no. Really <laughs> question is, do I need to do light weights and high reps to tone? To tone. Gary Vee says, no. <laughs> That's funny. That wasn't actually Gary Vee, though. Well, that was Gary Vee talking. Yeah, that was, just, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was not no, Gary Vee in the, yeah, the video that we're playing uh, there. He's answering that. He's not answering that. Um, yeah, just uh, I'm just searching for getting toned on uh, on Instagram. Because if you want to get toned, and Lauren, that's such I, I really hate the term. I know. Let's get toned. You go to Instagram. That's where all the toned people are. They're on the gram. They are. Even though Elon doesn't own them yet. Not yet. That's a joke. Yeah, Still happening. No, no. <laughs> it's coming. Oh yeah, I've I've been I've been keeping up. Look at you. Just barely. Are you on Twitter now? Uh, no, I don't. I don't Twitter. I, I don't. I don't. Do maybe that you at should all. now. Yeah, maybe. Okay, never mind. That's like a whole video. I'm not. I'm not watching that. All right, we're done here. Social media is. We're we're signing off. So, Lauren, to the question. Yeah. How how do, how do I get toned? We have a lot of people that want to get toned. We should probably define that. How do I get toned? Let's define what getting toned means, and then yeah. talk about how to get there. Yeah. Ooh, um, so getting toned, this really is a, a relative term and I think it's a, uh, confused term Yes, because getting toned just means that there is, uh, enough lack of fat mass on your body that you can see definition mm. of the hundreds of muscles that you have mm. popping through. Yes. And so really being toned could be a state of dehydration. Mm -hmm. Being toned could be a state of having optimal body fat percentage mm -hmm. to where you have an, um, a lean mass to be seen. Uh, or getting toned is having so much muscle that, and also not very little fat and so much muscle that it is, is rippling through and, mm -hmm. and showing through. But I guess that would, using the word rippling is going to turn people off. That's no longer toned. Now that's just muscly, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So I would just say... Um, for me, those are kind of me like making, not making fun of it, but saying all the ridiculous reasons why mm -hmm. uh, someone could be yeah. quote unquote toned. Yeah. I would just and say. It's not bad. Nothing that we're saying here is, yeah, you know, yeah. it's good to, good to be toned. Right, right, right. Um, so to me, being toned and being in a healthy body state or a healthy BMI are one in the same. They should be. Yep. Yep. If, if you are going to have a, a healthy BMI mm. of not being uh, overweight or obese or whatever you want to call it, which. That too can be relative depending on the scanners and things that you're using. Yeah. Um, if, if you're below that or in the, the healthy BMI range, then typically you should be able to see some type of, of muscle mass on your body. Now, yeah. where you see it, how much you see it, that is genetics. Yeah. That is epigenetics. That is... Um, it could be diet. How... How how you want to dial it in? How oh. how aggressive you want to get yeah, with no, it? Yeah, no, no, totally. Yeah, the yeah. degree of tone. But yeah. I just mean people are like, ah, oh, I want tone arms, and I just can't get it. Well, you know, everyone carries their fat differently, mm -hmm. yeah. and um, kind of your That's a good point. Your yeah. adipose tissue mm -hmm. pockets will accumulate differently depending on 
on your genetics yeah. and, um, and, and what that looks like for you. So, um, you know, I, I clean up my diet a little bit and my arms start to look really jacked. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything for that. I'm not sitting there doing bicep curls, but they, they start to show through. That's yeah. like for me, one of my first things that, that show all the ladies in my family have like really skinny legs mm-hmm. and some ladies kind of, they feel like, Oh, I have the saddlebags or I, I just mm-hmm. carry fat there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's different for everyone. So yeah. I say that to just say, if you are asking about toning a specific body part, there are so many factors that, that come into play. Yeah. And when we specifically talk about the midsection, that has a lot to do with inflammation and gut health and mm-hmm. cortisol and stress as well. Uh, male or female, it does yeah. not matter. Um, and even for male, the kind of uh, man boob phenomenon mm-hmm. of just like estrogen dominance and, and different things there. So there are so many things that can affect your ability to be toned, which is mm-hmm. really just to be an optimal body fat percentage yep. and to have your muscle um, show like like it should. Mm-hmm. So if we or had, like it can, I should say, yeah. like it can. Yeah. So part of the motivation for this podcast was that we had one of my favorite gym goers um, in the class I was coaching the other day uh, mentioned she wanted to get more toned and um, made the um, maybe uh, assertion. Yeah, or assertion. Yeah. yeah, that 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 lifting lighter weights, you know, and and going lighter, doing more reps would help her get more toned. Um, and, and again, this was in the middle of a class and stuff like that, so it's not like we went into deep conversation with this. But Lauren, if you want to, if you want to baby step people towards super simple ways in which to get toned. Like if you want to like everything that you said that when we get say get toned, get to a healthy body fat level, um, body fat percentage, you know, and, and have enough muscle to be seen. Yep. And re- really that's it. Yeah. Okay. We're not looking to dehydrate yourself and, and, and jump on the bodybuilding stage. That's not, right. not where we're at, <laughs> but what, what, what's step one for you? Um, Step one, I would say it doesn't, it doesn't matter how much muscle you have or how hard you're training if you are in an unhealthy state. So it's going to have to be eating enough um, to maintain your current weight or even slightly reduce. Mm-hmm. But you cannot, you cannot be in an extreme, um, not even extreme, a, a calorie surplus yeah. if, you, if you really want to be toned. And yeah. that's the thing. I am not saying that's healthy. Yeah. I'm not saying it's healthy for someone to constantly be in maintenance or calorie reduction mode. And depending on the level of tone that you're looking for, um, tone really is, is losing weight. Like it's a body that Mm -hmm. doesn't have enough fat and padding and protection and heat for the winter to come. So toning goes against everything our body is biologically wired to do. And, um, it can be very, that's why it can be very difficult for people. They may lose the first five or 10 pounds, but, oh, I still don't look toned. That's a hard feat to, to uh, accomplish. So you're going to have to be in a maintenance phase if you already don't have much weight to lose, or if you have a decent amount of weight to lose, you're going to need to be in a hypocaloric or eating less than you are burning on a daily basis, um, type of, of stage in your life. Yeah. So bottom line, you're gonna have to clean up the diet. If you, hey, I want to get toned, it's not just in the gym stuff. It's right. gonna be, you know, at the dinner table and, and yep. getting smart with the food. And we have a thousand podcasts on nutrition stuff, so we don't yeah, have to dive do. down right. that rabbit right. hole. In the way of the training piece, yeah, where's your mind go? Um, so for the for the training piece, if if we want tone, that means we need something, a substance to show. And in order for a muscle or something to have substance, a it's gonna need the proteins to support it. Mm-hmm. And B, it needs to be worn down to then be built back up so that you can actually see it yep. and to increase, they call it the, the cross-sectional diameter mm-hmm. space of the muscle. If we work on the muscle and tear the muscle, it's then going to expand and it will be bigger and um, appear bigger. Now I say that you're not going to look like a strong man or a bodybuilder <laughs> yeah. um, by 
basically getting on a consistent weight training protocol. And for that, like the, the most basic of basic, you have a certain number of sets and reps. You have adequate rest between those. So it's not about breathing heavy. It's not about cardiovascular. Mm. It's about getting time under tension and having, um, I would say moderate repetition, mm. but you also need tension. Mm. And tension means load. Mm-hmm. And that also means time uh, performing the reps. So being in that mid rep range, mid to low rep range uh, with moderate load, moderate to heavy load. Yeah is really going to be the the magic for for toning. So if we define that cuz cuz some some of the li- well here let's let's go one more step. Yeah. Lifts. What what lifts? What what movements do people need to do if they they want to get toned? Yeah. Um well, if people do have target areas that they're looking at, you know, definitely if you were to do a 12-week bicep curl program, mm-hmm. your biceps and arms will be more up. toned uh, at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So you can't isolate different parts of the body, definitely. Um, but if we're looking for more of a full yeah, body. Yeah. Yeah. So more, for me, more, more bang for your buck, you're going to want to do the bigger compound lift exercises, mm. the back squat, the deadlift, um, a, a pressing variation mm. of some kind, a pulling variation of some kind. And then, you know, um, any type of combination lift that combines many of those movement patterns into one, like a, you know, a swing into a press with a kettlebell or a Olympic lift of some kind. Mm. Um, or even just, I, I would argue some, you know, full body, like, uh, well, no, I wouldn't say it. Well, I was going to go into like, kind of like sleds and, and things like that because it's still load, but it's just a little bit different. Yeah. Um, I, and, it, and that stuff work. I think is great. Yeah. Can I add to that? Sure. I would throw then once you get the big, the big lifts in, yep. like, cause that, those are the ones that drive the nervous system, you know, wake everything up till all the motor growth hormones. For the yeah, muscles. Let go, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, now you can, I want to say scale it down, but now hit the accessory movements, yep. you know, hit, hit those, hit those other little, you know, whether it be, you know, bicep, tricep stuff, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, or, or very, you Unilateral know, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Body stuff. Yes. You know, your, your lunges, the yeah. favorite, your favorite movement. Yes. Um, <laughs> You know, single leg work, trunk work, you know, where, where you're able to kind of bulletproof the body, especially if you have any issues. Like, if mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, man, every time I, I get on a squat program, you know, my, my left knee starts to hurt. Well, let's do things to attack that left knee so it doesn't hurt. So you can continue to squat, and, and that consistency will be will be fantastic. So now bringing it back to the, to the reps and stuff, um, you know, if you say moderate to low reps. So if I'm, if I'm doing a trap bar deadlift, yeah, you know, and I'm... 42 years old and I want to get toned, you know, what do you recommend for, for reps specifically? Let's drop numbers for, for people. Yeah. Um, I would argue, uh, depending on how many weeks long you're going to do the trap bar deadlift in your program that you could start upwards in the realm of 10 to 12 Mm -hmm. and work your way down to the realm of five to eight. Um, you could even get the threes, but I would, uh, yeah. I mean, you could, it depends on your training age. Mm -hmm. Um, how well you move. Yep. Yeah. If you're ready for it. So if we look at then on a scale of difficulty, so they call it rate of perceived exertion or your RPE scale, if 100% is, you know, 300 pounds that you can't even move off the ground yeah. for a trap bar, then we'd be somewhere in that. If, uh, if you're upwards of 12 to 10 range, just think they're, they're inversely related. So if I'm in 12 to 10 reps, I may be in a 4 to 6 RPE, mm-hmm. 40 to 60% of my max. Yeah. And then as we move down the ladder, we flip. And when we move to the three to five reps, we now have the RPE being more of like a eight to nine. um, And it just kind of flip-flops in that way. And that would be progressively week over week um, with, you know, you need some probably some some rest weeks in there. And this is, toning is a marathon. 
it, it's not going to happen in one pro in one program or one protocol. It, it, you would probably need to not probably you will need yeah. to lump multiple months together to really see a change. Uh, if you look into science, it's about six weeks for muscle adaptation to truly occur. And we, when we say muscle adaptation, that means growth and repair, which means building, which means yeah. then you have it there to be seen. Mm-hmm. So how, how long again? About six weeks. Just in case people didn't hear that. Yeah, six weeks. Be six patient. Weeks. That's, that's, it's a that's long a time. That's a program. Yeah, yeah. It takes <laughs> a while. Some. Yeah, and then you got to keep rolling with it. Yeah. So just just kind of the, um, I don't know, I don't want to say. Blueprint? Yeah, well, and sometimes like the, the stereotype of, oh, oh, gosh, I'm trying to tone now, and so I have to do 15 to 20 reps of these little five-pound dumbbells, and da-da-da-da-da, um, we would argue is not optimal. Yeah, that you need to lift some lift some heavy weights. Heavy is relative. Heavy never means with bad form, beautiful form, perfect form. You're in control the whole way, eccentrically, isometrically, concentrically. Challenging weights, absolutely. It's a challenge. Yeah, and I can challenge myself. Doesn't have to be heavy per se. Mm-hmm. It will feel heavy mm-hmm. if I do twelve to fifteen reps yeah. at you know sixty percent. Yeah. So don't don't get it in your mind that it has to be heavy heavy because heavy has a negative connotation. I feel like. Yeah. And I'm fine with the word heavy as long as they understand that yeah. it's got to be perfect. It's got to look great. Right. Whether it's, you know, a, a 9 RPE or a 4 RPE, it, the movement should look the same. Yep. It might be a little slower. <laughs> yeah. Because it's heavy. It might not move as fast. Um, so, I mean, I guess if, if we really want to give people takeaways, yeah. um, I would say just roughly throwing just off the cuff here. If we worked out three days a week. Mm-hmm. Then of those three days a week, let's be re- let's be realistic here. And let's say people have a max of thirty minutes of like training. Yeah, that's not counting a warm up and maybe a cool down. So maybe look at like a forty five minute session because mm-hmm. I know we're gonna get excuses. So let's mm-hmm. not let's not plan for an hour. Yeah, and um, on each of those three days, we could kind of do a, a lower, upper, and full body mm-hmm. type of deal. Some some you could argue are full body, but focused. Yeah. So if the first day is a lower, we could pick two. Uh, big lift, lower body exercises. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that could be a uh, back squat and that could be some type of RDL mm-hmm. or um, uh, glute ham of mm-hmm. some kind, whatever. It could yep. be more accessory. Yeah. Full, but or something too- lungy or some like single yeah, leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to load those things up. So if you were to do, you know, four sets or so of, of well, that's a lot yeah. actually, but um, I'll say four sets of 10 and of, of back squat. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be a very heavy load your first week, but you do that. And if you think about it with rest in between, that alone would take around 10 to 12 minutes. Yeah. And then you do the, if you did the same thing with lunges, that's another little, maybe a little less. You could maybe move them a little quicker, a little bit less load, mm-hmm. another uh, 10, 10 yeah. 15, 10 minutes or so. Yeah. So now we're looking at. You could even superset that with, yeah. you know, a lunge with some type of core work or, you know, right, right, right. plank, side plank, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just saying to do uh, two lower and then to do some accessories. Yeah. So if we, oh, okay. if we put yeah, those yeah. together. That's almost 20 minutes. You only have about 10 minutes left of your 30 minute of work, yeah. not warm up, mm-hmm. to do some type of um, accessory stuff like, mm-hmm. like Adam was talking. So if, if, if it's a lower like strength, big lift day, then for your accessory, you could mix it up yeah. and maybe do some arms or some full body or some core of some kind. Yeah. And you still want to use load. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could do some, some landmine presses or uh, with, you know, not, not as heavy, but you already have the stimulus through your body from the heavy deadlift to get the neurons firing and the growth hormone going that everything's kind of excited and um, the, the stimulus will be much more effective for the accessory movements that you do and you won't need to go super heavy and you can still get a a good benefit from it. So 
then you, you do some type of accessory stuff. Um, if we did some presses, maybe it's oh, maybe you only need two rounds because you did four rounds of the other stuff. And yeah. We're just trying to hit mm-hmm. something at the end, and yeah. it could be bicep curls and presses or something. There's one day, and that's 30 minutes. And so similarly, day two, we have upper body focus. So maybe you do some type of, of barbell press, mm-hmm. or you do some type of bent row. Mm-hmm. Um, again, going heavier, lots of reps, and then accessory could be single leg um, you know, RDL or single leg squat mm-hmm. or uh, hamstring curls or S- single arm stuff, single arm row and press and, and stuff yeah, like that yeah. to, to complement the to complement the major yeah, movement. Yeah, 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 we could do that. I was trying to kind of make them opposites. But, I see where you're going, but you definitely could. Because I was going to say, because you, you you said lower body focus, upper body focus, kind of whole. Body I did focus. right. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. Well, I, I kind of like the idea of doing a little bit. Uh, I mean, you could definitely have that focus, but I would if you're only working out three days a week. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say only. That's a great thing. Yeah. If you're working out three days a week to make them three full body movement or full body workouts, I think it's great. That doesn't mean you have to do like heavy bench and heavy squat every day. But like if you go heavy squat to do, you know, accessory work with the upper body just to, you know, make sure that we're kind of hitting everything. um, I think it's insanely valuable. Yeah. So you're putting a majority of your effort into the first two major movements of the day um, with the first one being the heaviest and then the second kind of being like a one, a one B and then your accessory stuff um, can be a little more kind of get it done. And, and yep. you know, it's maybe it's more core related or, you know, stability stuff or to Adam's point, complementing the major movement. And then day three, like a full body, that's where we could do like a compound lift yep. of some type of, um, you could do, you could do heavy kettlebell work and do yep. some type of clean and press. You could do actual barbell Olympic style. Yep. Uh, but anything just to kind of get the full body, there could be, um, lunges with, you know, holding, holding things overhead or carries mm-hmm. really heavy. Yeah. So, that could kind of be the the day three, and then your accessory accessory work sprinkled in, um, depending on again, de- we're not going to be specific here, but depending on your goals. Yeah. So that could very well uh, be a, a great program for getting toned. And again, the focus is on having a very central nervous system strength taxing movements at the beginning for yeah. about ten or fifteen minutes, and then ten or fifteen minutes at the end of accessory, yeah. and just kind of that the the bulk mm-hmm. if you will or the the bot more bodybuilding esque where it but the f- focus here is still strength yep. not gonna do 50 reps but i might do 15 or 20 bicep curls mm-hmm. with un, un, until failure mm-hmm. and do two sets of that yeah that's you know don't to go crazy yeah that blow um, you up yeah yeah and you do that again and if this was like a six-week program uh and just week over week you're just trying to match things honestly you don't really need to uh to to get so much better or stronger it's hey now i can do that more efficiently and i can even do it faster um you could lower the reps as we go mm-hmm. like like yeah. we talked lower about the re- but, reps up the weight and, yeah yep but you could also just um do the do the same darn thing i think people make it way too compl- complicated mm-hmm. if for six weeks you did the same thing and uh just got better at it and you notice that it's easier and your mm-hmm. recovery is quicker uh you're that means it's working yeah you're, you're, you're getting stronger yep. and uh yeah yeah moral being moral story being is that don't sh- Shed away from, oh, I want to get toned. I have to lift lightweight. No, you should lift heavyweight. Yeah. And you should do it really well, and you should lift heavyweight. I had to say it twice. Yeah. So here's, I, I guess, the last people, piece, Lauren, that I think people get confused on. Now, cardio, because people think to get toned, they lift little bitty weights, and then they they they, they start distance running. Mm-hmm. Again, nothing wrong with distance running. But in the way of, let, let's talk cardio. What cardio, what do you recommend for cardio for people? And not that... Not saying, well, yeah, no, just go with that. Yeah. Cardio, what, what's your cardio recommendation for people? Because I, I think that's a good thing. That's a beneficial thing. I always feel better with a little totally. bit of cardio. Um, again, not saying you have to train for a marathon to get toned. Yep. Go. 
So I would say, uh, number one, you're going to want to do it after the strength training. You don't want to do it before. It kind of wastes your your good juju on mm. the cardio, and then you don't have as much to give yes. for the strength training. So definitely it's going to want to be done after the fact. Uh, two, I would be leery of doing it every other day, like doing the cardio on the off days, because I believe you can kind of blunt the stimulus that you're trying to get from the rebuild from yep. the strength session. And that would wear down. And if you continue to wear yourself down, we're not going to get that build back up yep. or that little bit of pump. And you need some type of pump for it to show through again, ladies, uh, specifically, you're not going to be huge from this. Mm. You just, you want that little bit of stimulus. So I would say if you're, if you're, if you're weight training three times a week, maybe on, on one of those days you do cardio after, and maybe on one or two additional other days that you have no other weight training to do some type of cardio. And with that being said, I would not go longer than, uh, I, I would not go longer than 20 minutes. Mm. Um, and also I would, I would argue it'd be nice if some of the cardio could be weight specific. So a, you know, if, if you're able to swing a 50 pound kettlebell to grab a 20 pound kettlebell and do some intervals or to do some swings and then jog and mm. only have, you know, maybe three sets of swings, but it's just, it's mixing it in there and mm. you're still getting more touches of weights yeah. um, as a specific stimulus versus just, just body weight, but do what makes you feel good. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever makes your body flush out, what's not, you know, exhausting. It mm. shouldn't be treacherous to, to do this cardio. But the, the other thing I wanted to mention from before was we kind of talked about, about it backwards. I would say that before we do any of the hypocaloric or losing weight, forget what you weigh. Get yourself on at least six to 12 weeks of a strength training program in a hyper caloric state yeah. because you want to build that muscle. Mm. Then you can lean out and get tone, yeah. but you need to build the base. Yeah. So I wouldn't add the cardio in until your second 12 week cycle. So yeah. for 12 weeks, just get strong, eat well, clean up your diet. Mm. You're not restricting. You feel good. Then for 12 weeks, you're going to lower the calories a bit and up the cardio a little bit and continue on in your in your strength training protocol. Can I tell you the cardio I would add within that first 12 weeks? Yeah. Walking. Oh, heck yeah. Thank yeah. you. So yeah. like to get out there and get some, you know, whatever, early morning walks or something like that. I, I think it, it's really hard. It, I think it'll be, it's a lot easier to lose weight, get tone. Um, instead of just working out those, you know, three 45-minute sessions. Yep. You know, and then you sit in your cubicle and do, 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 do you know, to, to get out and walk the dog, um, you know, and, and to do that low level zone two cardio, that zone two training um, where you're not breathing hard. You know, really, you could you could completely nose breathe the whole thing and, and, and really, really enjoy it. It does not have to be the and, and if you do any of that, which I agree with you, let's push that off a little bit. Yeah. Like hard, simple intervals, you know, you, you jump on an airdyne bike and you go 20 seconds as hard as you can and you rest for 40 seconds. And then you do that eight times, six times, yeah, four it. times. Like it can destroy people. Like you really, like, and I think, th I think that's the magical piece. I think you go light, easy zone two walking, um, you know, even riding a bike, you know, stuff like that. And then you go hard, hard. Is it zone five? Is that what it ends yeah, up being? Yeah, for know? much shorter time. Yeah, for much for an insanely short time. Yep. Um, and I think where people get in trouble, they they get in that no man's land Blend of like them. trying to, <laughs> and it just their form falls apart in whatever activity they happen to be doing, whether it's running or burpees or you know swinging a kettlebell because they try to do a billion reps and then a, a million yard run you. and yeah. you know mm -hmm. yada yada yada. But if you're able to you know keep that keep your body moving like really almost daily movement. I shouldn't say almost daily movement. That sounds weird. Move every day, you know, yep. and, and it doesn't have to be an hour and a half walk. Like it can be, it can be a 10 minute walk around the block, 
can yeah. be hugely beneficial. First thing in the morning, at lunch, you know, whatever. All stuff we've talked about before. Yeah, so the goal with all this is what is the minimum effective dose? Because if you overdo it, yeah. then we will be overly stressed mm-hmm. and we actually um, carry more inflammation and that will fight against being toned. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to share this. Uh, Christian Thibodeau is a, uh, a brilliant coach. He has a lot of really cool resources and things. But um, he posted a thing on his Instagram, is walking overrated for fat loss. And I thought these numbers were just hilarious. Um, so if a 200-pound man is walking 3,000 steps, he burns 150 calories. 10,000 steps, he burns 495. Let's just say 500 for math. Easy. Makes it easy. He burns about 500 calories walking 10,000 steps. For most people, so you know, 10,000 steps is equivalent to about five miles of walking, which is like mm, an hour and a half of walking a day, mm-hmm. which you could easily do just moving, just yeah. not, not thinking about it, but yeah. just you know having a little bit of an active lifestyle. Yeah. So um, the gold standard for – uh, fat loss is this illegal fat burner. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but bodybuilders, people will, will use it. Mm-hmm. And just, just cause it's funny to think about that fat burner would burn 420 calories a day for a person walking 5,000 steps is 350 calories a day. Um, a quality legal fat burner of pills is 160 to 180 calories a day. And if People will say, you don't need to walk. You need to gain more muscle because muscle's metabolic. And, you know, you, you, the more muscle you have, the more fat you burn. Cool. Put 10 pounds of muscles on your body, 10 pounds of more muscle than you currently have, and you're only going to increase your calorie burn by 40 to 70 calories a day. So Not much. At the end of the day, the number one thing, the way that this 200-pound man could burn the most calories possible would be to walk 10,000 steps. Yeah. It outbeats everything from even illegal drugs that are made to increase your metabolic rate and yeah. help you uh, burn more calories, walking still wins. Yeah. So, yes, <laughs> yes. walking is, is brilliant, and it is not overrated yeah. um, because a lot of fitness experts and people out there, which is really sad, will try to turn people away from it. Mm-hmm. And so I love that, that last I little... I didn't know people turned... I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yeah, really? like... like oh. Stop it. You're not going to, you're not going to, you know, stop being fat by walking. You need to work out and you need to sweat. Oh, you need I to lift weights. Okay, like you gotcha. can't just walk your fat off. Gotcha. Actually, you. Like a biggest loser type yelling at you type thing. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So moral of the story, people want to get toned. We got to do something in the kitchen. We got to dial in some type of nutrition of something. Yep. Again, 50 podcasts dedicated to that. Yeah. Um, lift, lift heavy. Have a plan. Full body. Have a plan. And then some type of. Cardio should not be overused. Yep. Walking's amazing. Short intervals are amazing. Once you get a little bit more, you know, once you get the strength piece figured out. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But, have time to build some muscle. Yeah. But like anything, baby step along. Take your time. Be consistent. Make adjustments as you go. And long story short is excessive amounts of cardio and really light weights with small arm movements is not going to be the answer. Yes. So. Yes. Steer clear of that. Nailed that. Yep. Guys, thanks for listening. Go get toned. Go get toned. That's all we have for you today. If you have questions, want to chat, or are interested in seeing what we're up to between episodes, head over to Instagram and follow at lauren.rxtn and at oakstrength. Together, we are two companies committed to elevating your health and fitness. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who wants to live happy, healthy, and strong. If you really liked it, subscribe and review our Happy Healthy Strong podcast on iTunes. Be sure to tune back in next week and remember to keep owning your health.